You're listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And we're drawing down on the end of the year 2022. And as is tradition with all sorts of things, but especially this podcast, you know, we do our Atrax Morgue episode every Halloween. We uh, we do a seven inch every Sunday on our Patreon. We like we like tradition and routine. And so this routine is, of course, the end of the year list, although we're mixing it up a bit because we have some other voices you're going to hear and some lists we're going to read from uh, past guests, patrons and friends. Absolutely. We're really excited about this year's episode in particular because of that. We're hearing from a bunch of different people about their favorite things from this year. Releases, live sets, movies, etc. So really excited to dig in to hear what everyone has to say. And over on the Patreon today for this episode for the Extra Noise Extra segment, the three of us will be talking about our favorite other things like movies, books, etc. But we have some of our people today have listed those things as well, which is really cool. Yeah, we want to expose our eyes and ears to a wider variety of things. So we're going to cast that net out and see what everybody's into these days. Absolutely. So thank you for everyone who sent things in. And like Ray said, some people sent some recordings in. So we're going to hear from some people. We're going to read some people's lists. We're going to talk about our favorite things. Should be a really fun episode before we get into our year end wrap up. A word from our sponsor. Murder takes on many forms. No matter how much we study and examine it, all we find is more questions than answers. It's a part of history that most try to ignore or to write off as abnormal, an aberration, not part of who we are. From a brutal dictator responsible for the death of thousands while the world's leaders shook his bloody hands, to a sexual sadist and necrophile consumed by his desires, and the killer of one of the world's most famous murderers. Self-Abuse Records presents the final three releases in the murder series. Geography of Hell, Azoicum, and Prurient explore three different cases of violent excess. Available now at selfabuserecords.net. So, Gray Man, how was your year? How was your 2022? I had a pretty solid year. Listened to a lot of stuff, worked on some recordings, didn't really release much of anything, but sure didn't. It's nice to kind of take that break sometimes and just step back. Uh, trying to, I was going gear through up. the year trying to find like what my favorite gray release was, and then I was like, He's Whoa. saving it, saving it. All the only up. thing is something that Tara and I are on can't be listing that. It's true. It's true, yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff here that's like 98% completed and should be getting released in the new year once the holidays are done. But just kind of a sort of mellow year this time around, but did listen to a good amount of noise and some non-noise stuff, which will also make my year endless because it's noise-related or adjacent. Sure, sure, sure. We want to hear, hear it all. We want to hear it all. And... It just, you know, a good year for, for movies, a good year for, I, I've got picked up reading again. I feel like I do this every like six months. I'll like go through phases. <laughs> yeah. So, you've been in a book zone. Yeah. I've been reading a lot, which is really good for my brain and also for my sleep. So that's, you know, helps, helps 
stimulate the creative juices. I feel like uh, reading. Heck yeah, it does. Connelly's, what about you? How was your 2022? Whoa. Oh my God. I don't know. How was it? Well, we were thinking about this and we the year going... started with me losing one of my front teeth. I broke my teeth. Yeah. So it started with dental bills. Yeah. Cont and and then, then we had to get some new tires. But that day was fun because we went to the Hollywood Museum, which was one of our favorite things of the year. Yeah, it ended up being like a lot of fun adventures. Like I really enjoyed having uh, broken teeth and going to wrestling matches because then people thought I was a wrestler. Definitely. I enjoyed our adventure getting new tires because we've got to go to the Hollywood Museum and go to Mel's Diner. A lot of strange adventures this year. Got to see some yeah. live shows this year, which still... <laughs> Very few because it's just, you know, that's just how it goes. Yeah. But did get to see some great sets. Excited to talk about some of the great sets this year. And of course, listen to some incredible releases, watch some great movies. It was a good one as far as some of the good Blu ray reissues mm -hmm. that we're going to discuss in the extra segment. Good one for some good noise this year. And I'm excited to talk about some of the stuff that we all dug into, you know. And in addition to all that, was a heavy interview year for us. Yes. It really and was. Like was two thirds awesome. interviews. If at least at a glance, it feels like it was like two thirds. I almost would say more to be honest. And it was really exciting to get to reconnect with some people that it had been a long time connect and meet people that we've been fans of for so long. And really get to get into a zone and really explore those artists, you know, leading up to those interviews. That to me is always what I enjoy about doing here is digging in and diving into someone's world for a, a, con a condensed period of time yeah. as we're leading up to And I'm an so interview. appreciative because it's not always, I mean, even us trying to remember what we listened to and did this year is challenging. So I appreciate that being interviewed is not always easy. And especially like going through your artistic practices, maybe you don't want to reveal too much, keep the mystery alive, you know, let the work speaks for its speak for itself. So I really, I'm just so appreciative of all the people who talk to us because it, it really is lovely to like hear people's process and, and hear their stories and, and really get a taste of, you know, the, um, experience of making experimental sounds. Absolutely. So really cool stuff. Well, you're going to hear from us. You hear from us all the time. No, let's start with someone's list that was sent to us. Great. What do you think? Should we start with an audio list? Who should we start with? That sounds great. Let's do it. Let's hear from Jim Harris of Deturge, Fusty Cunt, plenty of other great stuff. We all got to see him this year. So let's oh, that hear. Was so good. It was really good. It was good. insane. Hey, I, hey, let's just go ahead and say that right away. Deturge set, absolutely one of I, our, our top sets. I've of the never year. seen a bad Deturge set, but this was just phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely the best. Deterge slash Jim Harris set we've ever seen. I think we can all say that in the best way. So, hey, Jim, let's hear your list. Jim from Deterge and Fusty here. This is my list 2022 best albums. First up, we got Golden Purifier on Fieldwork. Excellent heavy industrial 
definitely deserves more credit than he gets. Then we got Slacking, Cycling Through Brother and Bliss on Prosnog. Uh, new Pittsburgh guy. Uh, excellent, excellent harsh noise. The Many different tapes and couple releases this year. This CDR happens to be the best. Then we got Acoustic Shadows on Hospital Productions. New... This sounds like death, essentially. It's It's pure death. It is... True, true noise. Excellent stuff. Then we got Masona Purian, Annihilationism. Completely perfect, harsh noise album. Would have fit amazingly anywhere in the 90s, but it has a very new sound to it. Just hi-fi, high energy. Excellent. Then we have the entire murder series on self-abuse. After 22 years or something like that, uh, we have been blessed with you know a, a many new seven inches and a couple to come all have been great on the reissue end of things we have the mangled clit double cd on hospital productions classic and perfect power electronics sleazy there's no reason you should not own this double disc then we got the hands two box set on new forces just great, great old 80s field recording, uh, you know, tape manipulation stuff. Uh, perfect. Pick it up. As far as live acts, we have Crawl a Time, who performed probably the best set at the Dominion of Flesh Festival. And two Nashville, uh, two, two artists that uh, were at a festival, one being Anal Birth, a second show ever. Perfect, absolutely perfect gore grind, gore noise. You cannot get any better than that as far as that genre goes. Then we had Yellow Gas Flames, which did just absolutely fun U.S. harsh noise. Wonderful. And I had three three people in uh, Pittsburgh that I had seen uh, slacking. I saw him a few times. Every single show was excellent. If he's anywhere near you, go see him. Then we got Mallard Theory, who just continues to represent Pittsburgh and is perfect harsh noise. The the kid knows what he's doing. And uh, Striations. Uh, I've seen Striations play for well over a decade many, many times, and this was by far the best set he's ever played. Excellent. Excellent. have a good one. Yes. I mean, a lot of that stuff is also some of our favorites of this year. The Masana Purient is uh, absolutely a special release. The CD coming in a long box. Long box? It really gave me a very strong feeling when I opened the package and that was there. Seeing that long box with the with the logos, with the font, it really sent me back to getting that CD I wanted on Christmas and Mm. just that excitement. And then the long box was contained in there and the art being the way it is. It was a really powerful package. And then when you put it on, I mean, new Masana, let's let's everyone step back and pause for a second. It's 2022 and we got new Masana. And not only did we get new Masana, 
it is some of the most insane Masonic. It's explosive. It is, it it is, is explosive is the word. It, it's wild. It I love it. It explodes. And it is just absolutely, you're just like, oh my God, Masana. And then the parade stuff is just so great. Just nasty parade with those, mm-hmm. with vocals. So it's just, I, I had this fantasy about some like, young kid who heard about noise and and got this long box cd it didn't really know it but like knew like oh i want to check these bands out and then gets the long box cd i hope there's a young kid out there who this happens and the to. color and design of this long box does remind me of nine inch nails like getting the those long boxes dude so and exciting i i would think that it, uh, the person hearing this for the first time would have the same excitement that yeah. I had when I got those sure back same getting CDs. those CDs back in the nineties. So yeah, totally great. Just thrilling. Jim also mentioned seeing anal birth. Oh, and I know <laughs> we're not amazing. on the show portion. I don't even know if there is a show portion of this. Loose. This is just going to uh, be loose. Anal birth guys. Yeah. How I think incredible! My face hurt from smiling. It was pure when we saw anal birth. Purely incredible. Absolutely one of our favorite sets. There, hands down. What an incredible! What an incredible! You know set. when you're at a show and you're watching it and something is electric and you're like, I'm gonna remember this show forever. Yeah, like I will remember this set. Everything just feels so good. Uh, and and definitely had that feeling. Definitely. Energy, just like yeah. the the both the band giving off like none in some strange way and the crowd just amplifying it to a million. And then playing faces of death, just pure gore. Like, yes, gore hounds. My face hurts from sympathy pains from faces of death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that was definitely, definitely great set. And I don't know. What were some other sets, Gray? What were some other sets you saw this year that you were really psyched on? Well, I mean, you know, we did episodes about these a bit, but I, I saw Zero Comma this year. That was really oh, cool. Yeah. Saw Scant this year. Always love Scant. And again, this is stuff we we discussed in the episodes about those sort of things. Well, sure, but this, it's all here. We're, we're yeah, condensing no, I know, it. I know. Uh, man, I got to see uh, a favorite around here who I've talked about in my recent listening, Star. Oh, we all saw how Star exciting was and that? that was that was Chef's Kiss an amazing noise set. Yeah. I watched Star while eating a cheeseburger. Yep. And it might have been it was like the an ultimate moment of bliss and they're like their videos of a of a a young dog a beautiful like King Charles Spaniel in slow motion. And I'm eating my cheeseburger and I was like, wow, it doesn't get better than this. Absolutely. It was amazing. I was doing the same and it was perfect. That set was just, <laughs> Oh, it, it, you know, I love, I love the approach of star. Those people that are just so uniquely themselves. It, it was just really, really awesome and refreshing to see. So, uh, a project I love, literally and figuratively, get to play their first set. The inaugural set from U.S. noise duo Yellow Gas Flames. I think Jim mentioned this as well, and uh, he he said all I need to say about it. I'm not going to sit here and uh, 
feed you guys more compliments, but it was a, oh. a fantastic show. Oh, come on. <laughs> feed me cheeseburgers and compliments. And maybe it was the lighting and the space and the audience and the two of you combined everything just perfectly. Like, again, you know, we talk about like anal birth energy. There was just so much shared energy and excitement. And that, that makes things even better when everyone is just feeling it. And it took me back to, I guess, like early days of seeing noise shows. And that, that felt good. That felt good. Uh, it's, it can be difficult to capture that feeling sometimes. And I, I've definitely had it there. So I got to see a few other killer bands by friends, Nervin clinic playing mm-hmm. their debut oh, yeah. us show. Got to see Legion VK, whose tape I believe was in my top of last year, but it's on Fieldwork and, and a label I love, which got a couple of Fieldwork releases in my favorites of this year, unsurprisingly. You you introduced no. us to that label. And what were what are the Fieldwork releases on your list this year? What are some of the ones you were digging? Well, Jim, Jim snuck in there with one of them already, Golden Purifier. Actually, both of them are Golden Purifier tapes, the uh, Walpurgis up for... And the two cassette are both fantastic, fantastic releases. Both came out this year. And just a a big fan of everything sort of related to that label and the aesthetic, the way the things look and feel is really fantastic. And the way they sound is just that perfect post-mortem industrial electronic sort of unclassifiable, but sits firmly in a realm that I love. You turned us on to the HCOD, which you reissued on Kendritic. So that was our introduction mm-hmm. to that world. Yeah. I Sometimes things just, just grab you, you know? And like I said, the, the Legion VK was in, I, if not in my last years, it, it should have been. It's it's grown to be one of those things. You know, that's the thing, these, these year-end lists. I'm, I'm going over the stuff that I listened to most this year, like that just kept finding its way back into the CD player. And... That includes some stuff from last year, you know? In fact, it includes some stuff from a few years ago. Uh, one thing being Alter of Flies, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong because I don't know what the hell the umlaut over I, the A is. I doubt it. You're always so good. Just, no. you know what? H- have confidence and do it when how you do it with confidence and we'll believe you. I would say Aterblick, which is a triple LP collection of two previously released cassettes and one new album that was made sort of just for this thing. And I, I know we have another uh, audio list coming up from a listener who is also a big altar of flies fan. And yeah, Matthias did just wonderful things this year. And uh, this sort of counts as a last year came out early this year, but it's got some stuff from the last couple years. So Big fan and and think it's a, a really, really nice release. Look, we, we don't have hard and fast rules here, Gray. I support you listing whatever you want to list. Well, I got a, a separate list of just reissues. I'm not counting that one because it has new material in it. But, man, there were a lot of great reissues this year, too. Oh, boy. Well, definitely. And, you know, one label that put out four releases that I absolutely am thankful for their existence for us now is industrial recollections and, and audio dissection. They always do those together. Mm-hmm. The black leather, Jesus, Jesus is stone I CD. Even. I mean, oh you've my God. heard us talk about that on regular episodes on the, on our patron episodes. I mean, 
It may be our most listened to release of the year. Gray, like you're saying, some of the things are just what you listen to the most. This was no question. The second we got it was just in and didn't really leave the It's so player. dynamic. It's it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those like, whoa, where did this come from? Like just <laughs> it, out of nowhere. It's a really just stands on its own black letter Jesus. We're like, whoa. What is this? It's yeah. incredible, you know? So super. And again, you're not going to forget Jesus is stoned. Yeah. Well, I mean, that just the title yeah. and and the cover looks amazing. Yeah. So really thankful for that. The Ramirez Grunt reissue, Modern Beliefs. Again, just an absolute classic. The samples on the Ramirez tracks are just Ugh. perfect. Yes. So great. And then two incredible CD box sets, the Mon Brutes box set, five CD box set and the government alpha six CD box set that when these landed, we just laid everything we lost out our goddamn and just minds. Went crazy, especially, you know, especially went for the, the releases that we didn't have or hadn't heard yet. The funeral procession government alpha, our minds were completely blown. There's like, all this weird spacious stuff. There are these weird vocal the parts. The vocals, when he's like, <laughs> it's oh, it so, makes me so happy. It, it, absolutely incredible. So so thankful that these are out. Great, great like reissues. Government and, Alpha. That box, like Government Alpha, gets maniacal yeah, at times. So good. Like just unhinged, just wild, feral. It's so exciting. Uh, but then all and to see all the artwork together and the drawings and, and their cohesion, it's really, really nice. And I love that box. I mean, of course, Montbui, but uh it, it's also just wild. But I, I don't know what it was about that government alpha box that I was just like just set me ablaze. The pictures are incredible too. That's the other thing. The booklet's full uh, color, so it has great pictures in it. So Great stuff. I wish I could share in this excitement, but my copies are currently tied up in in customs, and and by customs I mean they're actually at the Connolly's house. It's possible. Ah, it's possible. Yeah, Maybe we also listen right to now. your copies of it. Oh, I like wouldn't we listen to ours me. and yeah. yours. Yeah. No, wouldn't happen. Like we say I, in my house, oh, yours fell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yours fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's definitely more uh, stuff issues i'm sure but gray what are some of yours that you were enjoying this year well you know like the the mom we box that i'm excited about but i also there's i think one tape in it that i'm missing which i'm very excited to hear but i have the rest of that stuff something else i have the tape of but it's nice to hear the cd is the dave gilden texas chainsaw dope fiend reissue <laughs> i mean gilden's had a ton of reissues the last couple of years i feel like and uh for very good reason, just some great noise. But Texas Chainsaw Dope Fiend to me is still the the gold standard for that work. I really enjoy the title of a recent one, Noise Attacks the Suburbs. <laughs> uh, someone we talked to this year had a killer box set on New Forces, the Bioelectric box set by Hands 2. And uh, this thing is is perfect. This is maybe my most listened to thing of the year. I just keep throwing on the CDs and zoning out, especially when I've got soldering to do or like working on something. It's, I find it super inspirational. I find it just infinitely listenable. So really, really nice box set. Uh, and actually a tie into that new forces just reissued 
the hunting lodge Harrington Ballroom exhumed and reanimated. So Harrington Ballroom cassette, the, we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of hunting lodge now and uh, new forces did the CDs, but hunting lodge themselves did a tape version of it, which I picked up and just fantastic industrial, miserable waste from Michigan in the early eighties. Uh, in in love with it and happy to hear it and excited to uh maybe get get back into listening to some hunting lodge soon some more hunting lodge mm-hmm. and well, s- since i'm on the midwest i'm going to tie in one more midwest reissue there's a couple other things here but murderous vision to know how it will end LP yeah. reissue on difficult mm-hmm. interactions uh reissue of a 2015 tape i believe on denver's state but remastered vinyl edition and sounds great so stoked on this one too i mean it's nice to see some some murderous vision vinyl in my on my shelf it feels like i should put it in my euro industrial section but totally it's got to go in the u.s noise section so so good well a couple things you mentioned i know i know jim also mentioned the hansu box but a couple things you mentioned are also on a list by a past guest someone we've had on a few times that being shane english so, Gray, why don't you read Shane's list of 2022? Yes, Gray, please. It's funny. I know why you guys are making me read Shane's list. I don't know why. Oh, because the names. Oh, yeah. I well, know why. Well, how about, how about you start Shane's list? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all you. <laughs> okay, Tara read the first entry. That's perfect. Uh m- Mika Vanio's side project, which is just the uh, circle with the slash through it that has a name that I always forget what the hell it's called. Oleva. Borbanese Qualk, self-titled on Mannequin. I did not know that there was a new, or I guess this could be a reissue Borbanese Qualk. I didn't know that this had been put out there, but hell yeah. The Hands 2 box set, of course. Hunting Lodge Harrington Ballroom, uh, as I'm just talking about. Manistron, Body of Void on Lies, JFK Tape Archives, 86 to 88 on Lies. This is one that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet, but big JFK fan, uh, big Axe fan, really like DeFranco's work a lot, and I'm very excited to hear this. And another Lies release, Fret, because of the week. And of course, you know, we're talking about Lies stuff. Shane definitely loves the rhythmic industrial stuff, so a Splendor Geometrico. Compuesto de Hierro and Bookworms Clubland. I've heard some Bookworm stuff. I haven't heard this one. But I will have. Oh, and it wouldn't be Shane without some just classic, classic question mark stuff. Ryoji Ikita Ultratronics. I haven't heard this one yet. So Mm-mm. excited to dig into it. Well, we always love getting recommendations from Shane and we love having him on doing super duper obscure stuff. In fact, he did what seems to be the most obscure record that we've covered. NSIM plays Havoc, which was a great revelation to all of us, something we mm-hmm. really enjoyed. And that was a cool episode, too, because he had gotten background information on it that provided for the episode. So cool one to go back and check if for, for whatever reason you missed that one. We always enjoy it. I love Talking with Shane, and I love hearing what he's listening to, but also he's been really on the classic science fiction tip lately in terms of what he's reading. So I see him posting lots of books, and we've discussed a bunch of different books. I actually recommended one to him today when we were talking about this list. 
which maybe you guys read Frederick Pohl's A Plague of Pythons. I don't think so. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound familiar. All right. Classic, classic uh, science fiction. But he also recommended the Outlaw Booksellers YouTube, which uh, I checked out a couple of videos of. So thought that was interesting. But uh, I, it's nice. You know, we're talking. We said we're going to talk about some books. I think also just reading classic science fiction stuff is uh, always a good idea. Heck yeah. You know what's also always a good idea? What's you that? Know? I'm wait. I wanted to oh, hear. Oh, I wanted, sorry, I, was, I, was, I wanted to hear if you guys wanted to know. Or maybe you don't want to know. I could just. I do want to know because I, I just feel like you know this is a segue. Don't have that so much I, time, so why don't we just? Gotcha. You just don't just tell end us. it here. Just yeah, end just, it here. Yeah, oh. that's it, guys. Sorry. Yep. Happy New Year. No, I'm gonna tell you, even though. I'm oh, get, do tell. Oh, you want me to tell? I'm dying to know. Always a good idea, is checking out. What Hospital Productions is putting out, and goddamn, what a uh. 2022. <laughs> Been some incredible releases this year. Starting with, well, again, sometimes, you know, pre-order, blah, blah, blah. You, it gets confusing as to the order things come out, but there's something I know got played an insane amount in this household, in the household over there, in cars, wherever we could play it. Geography of Hell. Verdun, nineteen sixteen. Dude, actually can play it in my car because I bought both the CD and the LP. Same here because it's Geography of Hell. You know it's going to be good, but did you know that they were going to take it to a totally new level? I, I just love Geography of Hell. I love the atmosphere it settles into. I love the mix of electronic sounds, samples scrap metal feedback vocals just everything that merges together to make that project what it is and used so well nicely compositionally but still very noisily and this one has some new elements you know it's verdun 1916 world war one so you have these great there's the drums there's the samples, there's piano parts. It's just the, this whole psychology of, you know, World War One for done the world, not knowing what they were getting into, like not even knowing that these wars would ever end. And it wasn't just the end of society as we know it. It's so psychologically loaded. And I think that it's all encapsulated and that from, you know, the images on the packaging to, to the, the booklet, the, everything. It's just it's just so well done and and done with such thought. Um, and and I, I really love it. And even the, you know, the the thing I always think about when listening to it, like the images of like the the wedding, you know, of the soldiers being married and going off and just it's just wild. What a release. Incredible release. I know we've been really enjoying the one-offs or the you know outlier projects that maybe just had their first tape or maybe there's one or two that have come mm-hmm. out the green lawnmower blood oh my god just so total good. just harsh noise that you just put on and just let it fill the room i know jim also mentioned it the acoustic shadows is mm-hmm. what a totally just exciting new project post-mortem civil war it really sounds like it's from the 1800s you don't know what's coming around the corner at different moments the the samples the noise just really has this 
raw in the moment feel you're in the battlefield it's so evocative really really incredible the like we said of course the masana prince just incredible the the print doom electronics box celebrating the 25 years i mean this is the 25th year and it's so cool you know when we got to talk to dom you know he really gave us that great history of leading up to the creation <laughs> and this is the 25th year so it's been really exciting to see all that and i thought we were going to discuss you know the science fiction angle Uh-oh. and tran- transitioning into this and that would be you know, third organ Loch Ness monster. Third, third organ Loch Ness monster. Do you believe Loch Ness monster? Absolutely. Yes. And actually, Tara, I thought you were transitioning into another thing that is well. I guess you'd say it's anti this because yeah, death that's to, not sci-fi. That's aliens. Nope. Death to aliens says I'm Singlance in Canada. Six, six, six. Another one. We, we listened to this actually the same day we listened to government alpha funeral procession and the vocals on both. Like were just these incredible, uh, just pure noise, true noise. Every time we see an alien, it's, it's the only thing I think of now is just, I call it the nope symbol. It's, you know, the red circle with the line through it. Anytime. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. And aliens were heavily on our mind this year. Oh, they sure because were. We read- well, we'll talk about you. Save that for the oh, for the extra okay. set, Tara. Save I'm that. Saving for the something. Look, I, I I wasn't gonna do it this year. I feel like I've done it the past the past two years. And I Uh-oh. I was really trying hard not to. I really was. But Bankrupt of Morals by Linecraft. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Sorry, sorry, listeners. I'm just a Linecraft fan, so uh, if something new comes out, it's probably going to make my damn list because I just keep listening to it. And I kept listening to uh, Industrials Criminalized History and Asura and Subhuman Principle. I mean, I just, there's a, a lot of Linecraft in my ears this year, but of course, one of those came out this year. And, you know, you're talking about Hospital. One of my favorite records that I would say is, is I, I put a couple things that I, like I said, I maybe aren't noise on here, but adjacent and cult of youth with open arms is mm-hmm. fantastic. So good. My favorite, I think kindly we talked about this a little bit on a seven inch Sunday, but like my favorite cult of youth record, it's just a fantastic sprawling and, and epic record and really nice presentation, really nice sounds. I've been Lucky enough to been listening to this one sort of since it was finished, since uh, Sean had sent me a copy, an advanced copy of it. And so I've, I've finally got my record in the other day, but I've been listening to it for a while in the car, in the house, like just jamming this record. It's great. We've been listening to it a lot as well this it's, weekend, in fact. And driving down the street, listening to this is great. The vocals are so potent. And just those, you know, those galloping drums, you know, I'm a sucker for that. The production kills me. I hear so much going on there. Things sound so nice. And it's one of those things I like listening to sort of more conventional music for is really good production. And this has like just a really unique production, really unique production. And this has this has that it's just there's constantly something to pay attention to in there or something new to discover when you listen. And that's it's awesome. I know one that we talked about listening to a bunch this year too is that Oswald Resurrection. Oh yeah, yeah. Oswald Resurrection was definitely in my in my stacks. That that one's actually still sitting in my studio next to the tape deck. Yeah, yeah. We just have like, it under our tree. It is. We, our our noise tree is littered with special packaging, and that's one. <laughs> it's, it is right under the Christmas tree. You know, thinking Perfect. of Cult of Youth, I can't help but uh, mention another one from my list, which would have been 
you know, we talked about Montgomery Bone with Sean and yeah, yeah, Bone out of the ground. So CD good. with uh, un- unreleased Met Bone recordings. So I mean, come on, how cool is that? How you gonna How you gonna miss out on that? Well, we talked about some of our favorite releases on Hospital this year. How about we hear some of Dominic Fernow's favorite things of this year, live sets as well as some listening? What do you say? Sounds Sounds like a plan. I, s- I say let's hear it. All right, I'm gonna read it. This is as he sent it. Agonal Lust, Yellow Gas Flames Live, Deterge Live, Roger Stella Live, Hollow Serpent Tooth, Black Leather Jesus, Jesus is Stoned, Azrat Skia, Eternal Champion Live, Guilt Attendant DJ Set, Last Scene, Star Live, Anal Birth Live, Mark of the Devil, Sumerlands, Pain Nail, Young Hustlers, Soft Crash, Operation Clean Sweep, Resurrected Murder Series, Self Abuse. Yes. Oh man, the murder. I mean, that was going to be on my list. We will eventually get to it. Uh, but you, the, there's, a, there's a murder series again. I, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Oh, you probably did because you have a seven inch in it. We certainly noticed it, and we've certainly been incredibly excited. So excited. And yes, I mean, beyond honored to be a part of it. But we line them up and then listen to them in order every time we get a new one. Get the new one So (laughs) for the new series. So we've been doing that with the new series. And then when we get all of them, we're going to do it with the entire series. So there's going to be 20 in total, if my math is correct. We'll we'll go and just listen to them all. But yes, Lasuria. Facomilus, Grunt, Linecraft, the Yellow Gas Flames, and then we have some more coming. And just so exciting to have the new murder series. Jim mentioned it, Dom mentioned it, and can't sing its praises enough and how exciting it is that mm-hmm. it's and it's and it's consistent too. I mean it has this consistent feel from the original to the new one. So when they're all going to be together, it's going to be really exciting. Agreed. I'm going to need a wood box to keep this series in too. I think Ooh. so. I think so. And then multiple people mentioned young hustlers, so we had to check that out and I'm loving it. Oh yeah, Hiding in the Open's uh classic. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that's probably the one most people know, but I know they've been active again. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned hiding in the open in an old recent listening, I but definitely, uh-huh, I'm think sure you did. So yeah, been a really cool year. Like we said, getting to reconnect with people that it had been a long time. People like Slogan, that was just such a great talk. Someone like Jim O'Rourke, we got to really just oh my go God, into cool his history, and that was really exciting. Joel St. Germain, I mean, you know, as we joking, the guy who taught Gray how to drive, you know. <laughs> no, no, to- no, 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 I taught him how to drive. Oh, oh, you know what? I think I probably get that wrong every time I mention it. I've probably told people the way I say it. So, you know what? History, just, you know. <laughs> Let's flip it just for fun. Yeah, we flip it around, but really cool to get to reconnect with people, but also really cool to get to meet new people for the first time. And one of those people was absolutely blessed. 
And that was so exciting to get to meet him and talk with him for two hours. What a absolute joy and has been, you know, we've, we've mentioned throughout the years of this podcast, how molest is just more and more each year. We listen to more molest. Mm -hmm. It's more, it hits more and more. And this year had a great new one, bitter regret parentheses back to the iron age what that a title, title. Long, means the title master Ugh. so of course it's going to be great and uh, so really cool you get that you know he's always putting new stuff out there's a lot of stuff being reissued you know we mentioned the reissues this year there's been some great ones the deep throat and felching the breathing and dead flies mm-hmm. the every oh i'm gonna wait let me get the title without i'm gonna think about it her no, it's already my, the microphone eraser mate fell out. The Mother Savage tape, her desi- her single desire was oh, I'm doing it out of memory and it's so bad that I'm not getting it right. But you, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's so incredible. I'm not gonna get it right. So that's been a, it's been a great molest year. I I've been listening to a bunch of molest to the point where I couldn't even write down a title because it's been so much yeah. different stuff. I got some of the great reissues. Checking out the Bandcamp, you know, some other Brits. I've had uh, some reissues this year that have excited me very much. Coil. Thypal Sandra has been Mm -hmm. reissuing Coil live CDs through his own retractor label. And so Selvagina, Go Back Into the Woods, and Megalithomania are both on my constantly playlist. Megalithomania being one long piece. uh, I believe a rendition of The Universe is a Haunted House. It's like 40 some minutes. It's awesome. And Selvagina go back into the woods consisting more of songs, but I'm actually currently waiting on one in the mail, which is the persistence is all live at the Royal festival hall from 2000, which would have been early in coil performing live again. And I mean, they, they do blood from the air and Titan arch on it. So I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting this to, arrive but i am certain it'll be in my favorites because it's it's more more coil live coil and it's coming from someone who was in the band so that's also really nice Uh, i will link to these because i think that they're important to pick up if you are a coil fan and if you somehow miss them there's no pr or whatever going out for these things you just kind of gotta know i guess and so this is me telling you heck yeah and another fun thing that we did this year was we talked to a lot of field recording artists and that was a really cool thing early in this year. Got, you know, we talked February. to Dave Phillips. That's when we talked to Jeff German and someone else we talked to that was someone we've been wanting to talk to since the beginning of the podcast was Francisco Lopez. And truly, I don't know if this was released in December of last year, late last year, late last year. So it missed our list, but you know, something that we've, we've come back to time and time again, I pop it on all the time. And that is Francisco Lopez's hidden Island music. It just has that otherworldly quality. It can take you somewhere again, gray. Like you say, it's like the perfect thing to listen to while you're reading. Um, You know, if, if you're doing something else, you forget that it's on and then you immediately realize that you're in a beautiful, different imagination landscape. And it's just really a pleasure to listen to. Absolutely. I haven't checked that one out yet, but uh, it's just moved to the top of my list. It's really cool. Well, 
couple other listeners sent some stuff in. And here's a few few lists from some of our very cool listeners. This is Sean, SM Noise. He says the three tapes, and I'm I'm really going on a limb because I'm going to try to pronounce someone's last Ooh. name here, and this is not going to go well. So apologies to you, Weston. But three tapes, Weston Serkis. Oh, Serkis. Serkis, you think? Probably Serkis. Ah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Weston, Sean says you released three tapes as Magnetic Coroner, and those are in his top of the year. Dressing from the body to the door on Oxen, as well as the self-release dressing three tape. And as well as the Mersbau Hybrid Noise Bloom reissue. Now, Tara, Hybrid Noise Bloom, that was your first appearance. Yes, it will always have a special place in my heart because it was the first time I was on uh, the microphone with with you. And look, we just haven't let you go. It was a release for lovers. Absolutely. Tara, we have a submission from... Max, who is a really great listener, someone we've been in contact with for a while, Max Bliven. And he's got a couple things he'd like to mention. He said he liked Mark of the Devil's six cassette release on self-abuse. And oh boy, do I agree with that. And in his words, a new artist to me that I saw at the NorCal Noise Fest this year from the Pacific Northwest, Ceremonial Abyss, they released a lathe cut that I picked up at an event and shortly later tape study for four variants, a 25 minute EP cassette. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Max rules and always sends us some really cool stuff. So we always appreciate that. And, you know, I guess I said we were looking for a gray release that was our favorite this year. And it's, you know, we always, it's, you, you, you know, you don't want to be too, uh, what, what's the word? What, nepotistic nepotistic but i think we can say because you know five sixths of a release doesn't have anything to do with us but yeah the mark of the devil set has an incredible cleanse tape in it mm-hmm. and as well as lasuria as well as skin crime it's a really cool set ramirez and virgin Entros. i got them all uh, right off the top of my head Good look job. at that Good job. In, that is also under the noise tree yeah in the mark of the devil barf bag that was actually handed out in the 70s for the film so really cool that pat had saved those and he had said he'd saved those for years waiting to do this yeah i'm i'm stoked to be a part of that set and anything self-abuse of course and great set uh virgin entrails unfamiliar with beforehand but killer to get to listen but also like there's a yellow gas flames and lissuria tapes in there and you know it's just just good well i Speaking of Lasuria, we might have a list from the man himself, Jim Rose. This list is from Jim in no particular order. Artem Abranov, A Man Outside This Century, Noise Graphics of Alexander Lebedev Frontov. Joe Colley, Deformation of Tone, Acoustic Shadows, Expediency at What Cost, Murderous Vision Live, ASM Mission Hill 2001, Sediment, Holding the Pendulum Special Edition. Hollow Serpent Tooth 4, Lone Wolves and Live Wires. Callbearer, Drugs in Heaven, Met Gumner Bone Out of the Ground, Pain Appendix Toward Infinity. Nice solid list from Jim there. Heck yeah. Yeah, the Hollow Serpent Tooth is really cool. 
For sure. And, and you know, we've talked about that ASM a bunch. What an incredible tape. Really, really great one. Yeah, the Collie record, uh, my copy is still en route to me, so I have not had a chance to listen to it yet. You know, also in the Mark of the Devil Box, as mentioned, and responsible for a release that's been mentioned multiple times, would be Richard Ramirez. And Richard was cool enough to send us a list of his favorite things of the year. And after that, we're going to hear from Sean Ramirez Matsis, and he sent a recording of his favorite things of the year. So Tara, why don't you read Richard's favorite things of 2022? Right. Top albums, the legendary Pink Dots, the Museum of Human Happiness, Total Sweetheart, Early to Bed, Galatea with City of Women, Human Architecture, The Rita and Gamiani with Queen slash Countess, Soulmania with Erosion, it's a reissue. His top movies were Dark Glasses, Firebird, My Policeman, Barbarian, and Flux Gourmet. Top Blu-rays, Jalo Essential Black Edition on Arrow, In the Folds of the Flesh from Mondo Macabro, Libido on Severin, don't Open Till Christmas from Vinegar Syndrome, Forgotten Jolly Volume 5 of Vinegar Syndrome, and his top fragrance of 2022 is Zero by Calme des Garcons. Very cool. And of course, we had to extend movie lists to Richard and Sean, because you can't talk with those guys without talking movies. So Always a good recommendation from them. I want to see Dark Glasses. It's the new Argento. I know, I know what it is. I want to see it. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't seen it, so we'll have to check it out. But Sean, let's hear what your favorite things are of 2022. Hello, this is Sean Ramirez Matsis, and this is my end of the year list. I'm going to start with movies on this. So my absolute favorite movie of the year is Flux Gourmet. Uh, It's not going to be any kind of surprise to people that have talked to me even over the past five years. Peter Strickland is my favorite director working today, and Flux Gourmet just continues to solidify that reputation to me. Um, I mean, it's it's an extended poop joke, uh, but it's also hilarious. It is um, a really loving uh, skewering and knowing skewering of avant-garde art, specifically avant-garde sound art. Um, it's it's really, really magnificent, and I, I can't more highly recommend it. Um, my second favorite of the year is might come as a little bit more of a surprise for some people, uh, but it's Pearl. Uh, I thought Pearl was, and it would have been my favorite of the year by a mile if it wasn't for Flux Gourmet. It's a uh, uh, obviously the sequel to X by Ty West. I, I like Ty West to begin with, but this is just Ty West at another level. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> it is wild widescreen um, uh, uh, horror filmmaking at its absolute best, uh, and it also features a uh, 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 an end credit role that is uh, probably the most haunting thing that I've seen on the screen uh, since say, I don't know, Bolchevay's uh, end credit role. So, um, uh, so yeah, just really, 
really, really kind of a, 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 a surprisingly great uh, uh, film. Um, my honorable mentions, I mean, it has been a good year for horror as far as I'm concerned, um, just based on, I mean, Terrifier 2, um, which is uh, a great, great, great gore splatter gross out uh slasher that i'm amazed actually got a pretty good theater run um and then the surprise of all just out of left field barbarian um which the less you know about barbarian the better but when i saw it i referred to it as the most exploitation um uh mainstream film quote unquote mainstream film that i've seen in a long time and it is uh it's it's it is really something to check out. If you've not seen it, completely go in blind. Do not look up anything. Just see it. Um, my not new but recent films that I saw this year that I loved, um, uh, In the Earth from uh, Ben Wheatley. It's uh, Wheatley's return to folk horror or psychedelic horror, and um, it's going to be a divisive movie. You're going to love it or hate it, but I absolutely loved it. And then the other one, um, which I, uh, I took on recommendation of Gary Mundy, and I, it's uh, absolutely um, beyond no regrets, is The, the Scary of 61st. Uh, when I saw The Scary of 61st, I praised it, and I emphasized praised it as a dumb-as-hell movie made by people that definitely think they're smarter than you. Uh, I, I can hardly even describe the movie, but, uh, but, but, but it's another one that's going to be divisive. I absolutely loved it. Uh, your mileage is going to vary. Um, as far as noise goes, uh, Head and Shoulders, my favorite releases this year have been the two things that came out from Tales of the Bloody, Bloody Killer. Um, uh, the first one, Land of Broken Hearts, is a uh, uh, CDR reissue of the full discography to this point of Tales of the Bloody Bloody Killer, um, along with a rehearsal track for a live set that they did. Uh, it's it's I, I, I can't more highly recommend it. And then the second release was The Hunt. Which they put out a more, which came out about uh, about a month or two ago uh, from Petite Souls, and it's 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 also amazing. Uh, another one that I really really liked was the Werewolf Jerusalem Prayer Prayer Rope Split that came out from uh, Black Artifact back in uh, I think September. Um, and then I'll just talk a little bit about a noise artist. Uh, it's slacking. Um, Slacking has just kind of come out of uh, essentially nowhere also and 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 turned into my favorite and probably a number of us here in Pittsburgh are just kind of jaw dropped by how good Jim is. Uh it's uh it's 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 tape manipulation noise, it is harsh, it's uh it's creative, it's overpowering, overwhelming. Um, if you get a chance to see slacking live, uh, you, you would be, um, you would be missing out on noise if, uh, if you, if you skipped it. Uh, it's, I cannot, I cannot speak highly enough about what Jim's doing with that project. Um, so then I guess I'm going to move on to Blu-ray reissues. Uh, first one, <laughs> one of my favorites, Girls Night Out. Uh, what, 
else can you say except that it's a uh, 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 a kind of goofy slasher from the um, uh, from well after slashers had had their heyday. But uh, but I mean, it's got a killer that walks around in a giant bear uh, mascot costume, and it's pretty unforgiving. And I just really loved it. Uh, curfew. It's great to see Curfew getting its due. Uh, Curfew's kind of a obs- obscure-ish and really, really nasty uh, home invasion thriller that uh, Vinegar Syndrome just released recently. Um, we've loved that movie for 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 a long time, and it's really cool. Again, like I said, to be seeing it get its due. And then finally, the Arrows Jello Essentials, the black box that had the weapon, the hour, and the motive, um, and uh, and and the killer is reserved nine seats. Uh, it's it is it is such a great set, such a great set. It's uh, it's Arrow doing one of their Jalo essentials, but not ones that they've released previously. And it's it's up there with like the forgotten Jolly ones. Uh, I've always been a huge huge fan of the Killers Reserve Nine Seats. The, the weapon, the hour, and the motive is is amazing. We just watched that recently and it's really, really good. Um, and Smile Before Death is one of Richard's favorites that he was uh, uh, really, really happy to see come out on that set. So yeah, great, great stuff from Arrow. Um, and then finally, I'm going to move on to some uh, some of the vinyl reissues, mostly focusing on noise vinyl reissues. Uh, first, the Club Skull reissue, uh, The Origins Of, uh, really great. I have listened to that album so many times, and it just gets better every time that I listen to it. Um, Incapacitance Feedback of NMS just got reissued. Feedback of NMS is... I don't necessarily know if it's my favorite Incapacitance, but it's up there, and that reissue sounds amazing on vinyl. Uh Constant shallowness leads, shallowness leads to evil by Coil. Uh, I was so happy that that album got a vinyl reissue and a little bit surprised because that's one of the more, let's say, difficult uh, Coil albums, something that I've always loved, but uh, it's it also sounds amazing on vinyl. And again, I'm just stunned that it actually got a reissue. And then finally, one of my favorites, I thought was a 2022. Apparently, it was kind of an end of 2021, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. And that's Violent Onsen Geisha's Shock, Shock, Shocks. Um, I I love that album, and I have listened to it so many times uh, this year. Uh, I, 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 once you once you get something like Under the Cover Night stuck in your head, it's never going to leave. And that's where I am. Uh, I've always really, really loved his work. Uh, and and getting to hear it on vinyl, getting to sit and listen to it in our workshop the way that I the way that I do with records. It's 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 just amazing. Uh, so that's. That's what I have for this year. It's been a it's been a good year, 2022, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I could go on and on about these things, but I'm not going to. So I do thank you for asking me to do this, and uh, have a happy new year. Take care. What a cool list! Thanks so much, Sean. Thanks so much, Richard. Some great stuff in there. You know, Barbarians uh, one we haven't seen, but I know so many people were saying it's one of their favorite things of the year. So you haven't seen it, right? Either, Greg. No, I've heard mixed reviews from people, but uh, no one I trust has said they don't like it. Exactly. We have mixed reviews, but everybody that we're generally in line with loved it. So I feel pretty confident. Totally. 
I got to see Flux Gourmet at uh, the Lausanne Underground Film Festival, and that was that was a lot of fun. Heck yeah! You know, something that happens year in and year out, sadly, and will continue to happen as the years go on, is we do lose some greats and people we knew and people we looked up to and respected. And this year we did lose someone we had on the podcast a few years ago is Cato David Hopkins. Really sad that he's gone, but so thankful that he took time to talk to us and what an incredible story he had and mm -hmm. what an incredible person he was, especially in the beginning you know, in the eighties and nineties when that, when this stuff was coming over, he was so great helping with the translations would translate banana fish. You're just so articles. generous with yeah. his translations. Absolutely. And skills. Absolutely. Uh, of course we did lose Alvin Julius this year as well. And a, someone we lost that, you know, we really had said so many times, Oh, we'll have him on the podcast. We'll have him on the podcast. And we did get to talk to rat bastard, which was incredible. But unfortunately we did lose Tom Smith, a true force of nature, someone who is super, super important, especially to myself and Tara. So someone sent a really cool list, a really unique list for us. And this is from Bruno Bissonnet. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Well, I think that that's a good, like, it's a gift joke. It's a Bissonnet exactly. or Bissonnet. And he wrote us a top 10 list of top 10 projects and recordings that were announced by Tom Smith, but never materialized. And anyone who knows Tom Smith knows there was always plenty of announcements, <laughs> plenty of coming soon, plenty of this is the next thing working on this now. And that was one of the great things about mm -hmm. Tom. So I thought this list was so great that I wanted to read this. Number one, to live and shave in LA, Tony Conrad, fat ass. This was a long-rumored, legendary, and unfinished album. Number two, To Live and Shave in L.A., coming and practiced the black art. <laughs> Slated for Savage Land's release, fully recorded, but apparently Tom Smith was unhappy with the vocals, and he was under the weather, and it never came out. Number three, Psychotic, which was a band that was consisted of... Tom Smith, Aaron Dilloway, and Kevin Drum never went past the idea stage. <laughs> wow. So Dilloway, is there anything Please. that exists of that? Is there any written communication oh, about this wow, super group? So great. Number four, To Live and Shave in LA, seven three-inch CD box set on Melted Mailbox. Number five, Tom Smith, Ralph Wachowski collaboration. Tom had visited RLW a couple years back and they had a recording session. It never came out. Number six, a, co a cassette compilation of my conversations with Doris Wishman while we were watching her films together back in 94. Slated for Independent Woman Records. And he, Doris Wishman directed a To Live and Shave Another video that is just mm -hmm. it's incredible it's and everyone has to see I it. I need to hear these conversations. Yeah, how oh, cool, God. right? Number seven, To Live and Shave in L.A., Apuration and the words fist fractures. <laughs> Classic. Two albums finished recordings delivered to Blossoming Renoise and unreleased. Number eight, an early cut up slash radio play slash Lester Knox sermon that Don Fleming and I did in 1973. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Number nine, Tom Smith, Shortcut to Hell, an album of edits of metal records, each one sliced down to only a few seconds. And number 10, To Live and Shave in LA. Precursors Thirst LP. 
This is ready, but not pressed. There's even a review of a promo online. So I thought that was a really, really exciting list. And, you know, he was saying, you know, I know some of it exists in some form. Some of it only went to the idea stage. And I can tell you that some of that, there is finished versions of some of these. I will just say that. But really cool list. I thought that was great. And it it was a, a, a really, really cool to see. Yeah, Tom Smith's actually the person who made me aware of Doris Wishman through oh, wow. the article in Muckraker magazine, I believe. Right, right, right. Yeah. So. Very, very cool. Well, Bruno also sent some of his favorite releases of this year. Great. Would you like to read those off? Hell yeah. Illusion of safety. New rules. Same game. Less instruction. Dan Burke is goddamn brilliant, and yeah, he's still got it. There's so much going on here. A ton of beautiful textures that come in waves and tell stories over the course of very layered, diverse tracks. Never boring, and every listen uncovers new sounds. There's more variety here than in 10 other records combined. Gotta throw a shout-out, too, to his recent collaborative record with Zem that finally came out after years of limbo. Dean Spunt and John Weiss, The Echoing Shell. Super fast-paced and full of those sharp edits Weiss is masterful at, but way more percussive than we're used to hearing from him as he's working with Dean's source material. The only problem is it's over too quick. I would have taken twice as much of this. Luckily, there's tons more Weiss and SpaceX to dive into out there. Jerome Nodinger and Lasse Marhog, Top, or 2P, as you can read on the website. Great, punchy CD on Erstwhile. I just love that these two came together for a tribute to PETA, using old computer gear and software plus Notinger's tapes and more to make a glitchy, gnarly mess that's a fitting homage without being predictable or pale imitation. This crunches in all the right ways, and it's a lot of fun. Sunik Kim, Raid on the White Tiger Regiment. An amazing tape built from a ton of samples being deployed by program Sunik Kim wrote himself. Kind of like if Carl Stone went hyper chaotic and dense instead of poppy. This has sort of free jazz aesthetic. It's overwhelming, but also very enthralling. Other than those, there's lots of other very solid stuff that could have made the cut. For example, the OAA, the body collab, Jim O'Rourke's Steam Room 59, the Michael Bernan tape on angst, Skullflower's Ophidian Vibrations LP, Valerio Tricoli's Say Goodbye to the Wind, Hemocult, Sore Dream, and lastly, the new Kleiss War, which I need more time with as it just came out. It's so bleak, but really growing on me. A great year. Bruno, thanks for that. And thank you for uh, telling me about the Jerome Nodinger Les Marhog collaboration, which I listened to earlier today and sounds awesome. Uh, Erstwhile always doing cool stuff. And if you go to the Bandcamp page uh, for Erstwhile, you can see that John Abbey has been collecting uh, friends and collaborators of Peter's thoughts in little blurbs on this page, as this is a tribute. He also mentioned in that, which is where I got this from, that it's called top, which was a common reply from Peter in his emails, but also it could be seen as two P. So nice tribute from two friends and collaborators of, of Peter Rayberg and uh, yeah, cool, cool disc. Also Dean Spunt and John Weiss, man, it's a, it's a really shattered record. <laughs> it's drums. I hear some bass in there and noise and classic Weissness, but definitely a unique one. Have to hear some of this other stuff. We've been talking you about know, illusion of safety, and it's, oh yeah, absolutely. I gotta hear. I gotta hear this new one. Absolutely. You know, we listen to noise nonstop, constantly noise industrial. But of course, there's some other stuff we enjoy, and a couple things that would be not under the realm of noise, but adjacent. Adjacent for sure. 
that we listened to this year. And one that actually has a direct connection would be the band Nagisa Nite. And it is a Japanese band that this is, I mean, sonically, this would have to be the opposite of some of the stuff we've been saying. And this is just pure, pure mellow pop Japanese expansive, just absolutely beautiful to put on. So slick, so smooth. This is great to put on at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. maybe during dinner, after dinner. But the direct noise connection is that Nagisa Nite did two splits with Obe in 1998. Mm -hmm. I've never heard those. And I want to know if they're, if it is this like pop music split with Obe, how cool would that be? But the the main guy behind Nagisa Nite also had a project called the Hallelujahs from the 80s that also that just got reissued as well both of these records are on black editions and again just great psych pop stuff but the new ocean is the, the record the Nagisa, the Nagisa Nite. Nite that i'm obsessed with it is it is so just floating and tropical it's you know it, it makes you think of uh pet sounds certainly it's it's wonderful yeah like it's it's great you can just kind of you want to lounge in your bathtub you're sitting in a hammock it's the perfect and speaking of dark tropics someone we also had on this year who put out an incredible record that well was also in hospital was the ninos do brazil record absolutely such a great album especially that last track we listened to it over and over that one we kept going back kept like putting the needle back on that last track i love how ninos go between that like utter happiness and and darkness yeah so just like exuberance and darkness Mm -hmm. you know right so great and then a totally incredible new band with a great new EP. And then they just put out a new single. Seems like they should be in a long box. Oh, this is would be perfect in a long box. box. Please. We need to make this happen. Would be the band bleed and the EP. Somebody's closer. It's so perfect. Absolutely incredible. Nineties feel Mm -hmm. helmet. You know, it's just got that great, just heavy nineties look. And the look of it, is I mean it literally looks yeah, like, like this you came out. Yeah, like you want to wear of, orange pants. This came out in yeah. 1996. So good. It sounds like it's, it, but but also it also has its own thing. Like it's not just it doesn't it's not just aping. You know what I mean? It, it is absolutely its own thing, but it does bring you back to the 90s in the best way. And so, it's done so well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think bleed. that's the thing. Like again, it's referential to that era. Yet at the same time, it's its own thing, and it's done in in a very uh, cool like way. like helmet. If you like. Helmet Wilma's Rainbow, that mm. song, you will love this. And I mean, that's that that seems to be the band that that gets referenced to them. But there's a lot more, I think, that goes into it. But it, it's a good, quick first yeah. reference if you want to know what you're getting into when you check out Bleed. But we love Bleed, super great stuff. Gray, is there any any uh, any stuff you were listening to this year that might go under the larger category? Well, the the one thing that I put on here that, you know, I already talked about the cult of youth, uh, I guess two other things. Current 93, If a City, new Current 93 album this year. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've heard enough raving about The Light is Leaving Us All, but If a City is really fantastic. He's assembled such a great band for this project now that it it's just exciting to hear new Current 93 and have it be this this good. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tomb Mold Aperture of Body cassette. Oh, oh yeah, great. Tomb Mold. This, yeah, tape, this great. is my favorite mm-hmm. of anything I've heard from them. This tape is just flawless. Uh, I have a couple other noise-related things, too, and then I've got a few 
few listener lists as well. Oh, we still got some to go. Well, great. Yeah, let's. I was looking at our list. Why don't you? Why don't you tell us some more noise related things on your list as well? Well, Death Squad collected documentation from two thousand CDs and book and everything. Just a beautiful new set, and also. He released a, an audiobook of him reading the previous Death Squad Collected documentation book, and I I love it. I've, I've listened to it a few times. I'll just put it on and listen to Michael Nine reading his book to me, basically. It rules. Uh, Crawl of Time, growing in the fertile dirt of her terrible hidden memories, has been constantly on my playlist this year. Uh, and fairly recently, Moth Dracula some unreleased material that got that finally saw light of day this year in the form of a self-titled CD on misanthropic agenda. I, I keep playing this one. I keep listening to it. Always a Moth Dracula fan. I toured with them back in the mid two thousands. Really enjoyed the fact that there's sort of a, something new to listen to. So that actually ties up my list here. Well, you know, I'm going to bring it back to U.S. noise. And, Gray, have you heard Overwhelming Alive on Summer Interlude? It's Moonbeam Terror's double tape. I missed this tape and I am sad. It is so good. Like, it's just straight up noise. It's exactly in the pocket of what I want to hear. Like, let's say you're having a frustrating day. You're just going to pop this on. You'll feel better about everything. You're going to feel good about the world. And then also, I mean, we would be remiss if we did not mention Mangled Clit. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jim, of course, mentioned it in his list and got to just reiterate that one. Just pure, pure. The photos. Everything. Everything about this is pure. The the The, the, the sounds, the booklet, the photos. Hellraiser. Such an individual. Oh, just wow. everything that I want when I want this, right? Just mm-hmm. pure US power electronics. And I also forgot to to say how amazing Prurient uh, creationist son of Sam of Mice and Men. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many hospital things that we could name, but you that know. one especially. But is especially great. the visual of it. The, I, yeah, I, the I'll box. Stop. With I'll the, stop. Well, I mean, you know, I don't hey, want to, though. It's in, we'll give somebody else a chance. It's incredible. Well, our friend Zach sent in a list. Zach Bouvian. Did I pronounce your name right, Zach? You know, let you know. Look, you listen. You know how I just brutalize I think it's And I think it's Bouvian. There you go. Well, Zach, you sent us yeah. some good stuff. It was a good 666 list. He sent us six new six reissue and six live shows so let's hear what zach had to say and hey here we go another shout out for hollow serpent tooth lone wolves and live wires and he says love seeing metal people move into noise slash p these guys are making the transition flawlessly Brighter Death Now, All Too Bad, Bad to All on mm-hmm. Cold Meat and Cloister. The Undisputed Gods back in form like they've never stopped a minute. Tara, how about you do that I have that no one? idea. Clavicia, <sighs> Degeneracy of the Fifth Density, Sentient Ruin, Cyclic Law. Yeah, uh, probably that. Who knows if, how we did with that one, but Murkiest of Ritual Black Ambient, now with more death, death industrial touches on a predominantly metal label in the U.S. 
Controlled Death, Dirge for the Departed on Deathbed. My favorite project of the last decade, Unstoppable in All His Modes. Love that it's still evolving. Mm. Terror Cell Unit, Death to Oakland on Angst. Can't wait to see them live in 2023. Vomit Arsonist, There is No Future I Want to Be a Part of on Cloister. Another project I feel is still evolving, but but sounds every bit himself. A new peak for sure. Six reissue and archival releases. He says the hunting lodge didn't make it in time, but should be here too. Final solution, who more than us? 100% mean-spirited filth. And this one's another great one for the pictures. Oh, yeah. Always love Mm -hmm. the pictures. Death Squad Theological Genocide 25th Anniversary Mix CDR and Spastic. We love Death Squad. And of course, Grace shouted out the book. And this is the classic iconic album back under the creator's umbrella as he wanted it heard. Various, the Necrophile Box on Vinyl on Demand. Pure Decadence. Amazing to finally hear some of this stuff on vinyl. Yeah, I could I could list this one too for the, the box and the book is really, really beautiful. The book is just fantastic. And of course, while I have a lot of the tapes, it's something nice about having them all in one place and having those unreleased things. And talking, getting to talk to <clears throat> Zoe was incredible this mm-hmm. year. 100%. JFK Tape Archives, 86 to 88 on Lies. DeFranco's move into purely rhythmic material makes way more sense when you hear the missing link. Asa Coronada, A Candle slash To Leave the Body on Shadows Linger. Russian LP versions of Top Match far more than Dungeon Synth Dark Ambient. And Come Rampton. The uh, long materializing, much wanted repress still sounds massively contemporary. And here's his six shows Interracial Sex at Nausea, Dust of NYC. One of the longest P sets I've ever seen with zero dips in intensity. Senyawa at Hammer Museum and Arts Lab. Anytime these guys come out from Indonesia, it's 100% must see. El Bordio, boy. Zach, you're killing me. I, you know I can't pronounce names. What are you going to do, Terry? You going to do it? Bordial? Yeah. Blackout Drivers and Scant, etc. At Under Old Earth. Great, I recognize that name. Kings of NYC put on a Halloween generator show in a train tunnel. Lucky to have been there. Mm. Vitus Live at the Knucklehead, which is a new venue or newish venue in... Hollywood, that's a really cool spot. Choke Chain at Das Bunker and the Sultan Room. Both times I saw them were a party. High energy, one man, EBM, and hardcore roots. And Stephen O'Malley, Callie Malone at Zebulon and 2220. O'Malley in a duo with Callie Malone. Pure zone out, heavy drone transcendence. So there you go from Zach. Awesome. Thanks for sending that list, Zach. Zach, uh, we we plan to have Zach on the podcast at some point. It just hasn't happened yet. But Los Angeles heads will know him from uh, haunting the experimental section at Amoeba for years. Absolutely. Put it on the 2023 list. We got one more list from longtime patron, listener, and friend Joel Shanahan. And he took it to himself to send us an audio list. So we'll drop that in right here. Well, hello. It's longtime listener Joel Shanahan. And your podcast, Noise Extra, is just aces with me. Uh, What an honor it is to be one of the patrons asked in the exclusive message that went out to every patron 
for our year-end list. Uh, and I've got a treat for you today. Here is a baby-sized... Ugh. Here is a small uh, roundup of a few things that I thought would be cool to talk about. First off, holy hell, Matthias Gustafsson has had a pretty great year. Um, he has put out at least five things that I've picked up this year. He did uh, two releases, three releases, I think, actually, uh, under his Barstool Mountain alias, which I love. It's definitely like grittier and crunchier than um, some of the things that he does under his own name. It's just texturally very satisfying. It seems like he goes for kind of hard-to-reach textures. He's not just taking the easiest route. I think his efforts pay off big time. The Altar of Flies Alterblick 3LP on White Centipede. It's so good. It's a reissue of two tapes that I think were kind of companion pieces, and then like a third LP of unreleased work from the same vein. And that was a real pleasure to listen to uh, over and over. Uh, also, that Organ of Cordy album he did with Dan Johansson from Sewer Election and Joaquin Nordwall was also just super cool. Uh, so cheers to Matthias Gustafsson. He is a G. Another huge one for me this year that I really loved, is just in terms of just a great pure noise release, was the uh, Al's Deterge record on Fosty. I had no idea it was coming out <laughs> until it dropped. And I was like, what the fuck? Alza Gilsga, James Cook is one of my very, very, very favorite artists. Without a doubt. One of the best. Jim, I'm also a big fan of Deterge. I love his noise. And uh, it's really cool to hear all these things from Jim's sonic vocabulary uh, being jammed through the Alza Galesgo lens. Cause James is just a fucking master of stringing this chaos together. Uh, it has like just such a great sense of pacing and timing, which I think are two different things. Anyways, yeah, the LP is just total murder. So you should grab it. Uh, and then lastly, I was going to mention um, slacking. I really enjoyed the slacking cassette. Is it wheeling around the panting, panting scrag? Wheeling around the panting scrag. Yeah, I got that right. Uh, his shit is awesome. Just psychedelic, heady, sludgy, harsh noise. Um, <clears throat> you know, it kind of it kind of gave me a similar feeling to uh, like a Macronympa Amplified Humans or something. Just this very like psychedelic and uh, <laughs> like I dare say groovy. Uh, take on harsh noise. Uh, there was one point where I was blasting the slacking tape in my apartment, and uh, on a couple of occasions, I, I caught myself playing air guitar to it. And uh, there is no guitar to be heard that I could recognize on that album. Uh, so, if a noise album with no guitar is making you play air guitar, I think that's the mark of some good shit. Anyways, thanks for having me. Uh, I feel a little bit like uh, Greg's, Greg Turkington's on cinema character right now. Um, and I hate the sound of my own voice. See y'all next year. And another vote for slacking. Got to check that out. Thanks, Joel. Well, thanks, Joel. And thanks, everyone, for yes. sending in their lists. This is really cool for us to do this year. It really... 
was great to hear what listeners listen to, what past guests listen to, so what future guests listen to. Well, really appreciate it. So thank you so much, everybody, for that. And that's 2022. Well, it's not then for us. We got more episodes this year, so stay tuned. We got some cool stuff we're still working on for this year. So stay tuned. And I think we're going to hop over on the Patreon and talk about other stuff we were into this year from movies to books and what have you. So thank you so much, patrons. Head on over to the Patreon with us. We'll talk more stuff. You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.